thank you for joining me on today and Merry Christmas to you all. I hope you are having a great holiday. Welcome to True Dominion Ministries. I am your host, Latanya Stevens. Please go and visit our website at www.truedominionministries.com where you can see our daily blog called Ask Yourself as well as our purpose concerning this ministry. Now, the title of this message is A New Lease on Life. And just like the message, the antidote on last week, God was really showing me how my life has been connected to what I am doing now. And the antidote message was linked to my 14 years working in the medical field. And this message is linked to my very last job as a site manager slash property manager. And surely everything that has happened in the spirit has also happened in the natural. So here is an example of just that. When you go to find yourself a place to stay, you know, to reside, there is a process and we've all been through it. You have to pay an application fee for the processing of your background check and the verification of your history, such as your employment and your last residence. And all that information is then put together and confirmed to either deny or accept your request as a tenant. Now, once you are approved, you sign a lease and this lease has a beginning and an end date. It lists the terms of the agreement. It tells you what the cost is of this living establishment and what's expected of you while you are a tenant. Now, the rules also apply to everyone who will reside with you. Once your lease is signed and your deposit is paid, you then get a set of keys, one for the front door and one to check your mailbox. Now, the function of the property is that when you have any issues, you report to the property manager. And when you need something fixed, you report to your maintenance man. And now that you have possession of this property and are aware of all the rules and regulations, now it's your responsibility. Well, folks, it is the same way in our spiritual life. We have the Bible, which is our written lease. It too has a beginning and an end. It too has conditions, obligations, and consequences. It lets us know what is expected of us during our stay here on earth. But if we are not careful and neglect to read the contract that God left for us, then we risk the chance of becoming spiritually homeless or even lost and end up paying multiple unnecessary application fees with our life to people who this world just so they can approve us or accept us according to our background in history. Now, by signing a lease with the world, you find out that you have a slumlord or a maintenance man that either can't or don't know how to fix anything and a property manager that you can't never find. So now you say you are stuck because you signed an agreement. It is your signature that said, I have read I understood and all information is correct and true. Now, when you neglect to read your contract and you are not informed of the price increases, the policies, the lease renewal terms, then you become at risk for either being evicted or paying more than you can afford. 
Now, that price increase may have been doubled. That policy you thought was nothing may have stipulations that apply to you and your situation. The lease renewal terms may say it automatically renews without your permission on a certain date. So when you thought you were going to be moving out or planning on moving out, you find you can't unless you are willing to pay the cost. But that only happens when you sign your lease with the world. God's lease tells you what to do while you are residing here on earth. His lease tells you that there is a slumlord whose name is Satan, and he is not going to take care of your needs. He will show you the model that looks good and is on display to get you in, only to find out that there are water leaks, bad neighbors, and people who don't want to work or help you. Just like your lease in the world, your lease with God tells you that you are not allowed to abandon your property and sublease it to anyone else. When you have someone staying with you who is not on the lease, they are considered a visitor and does not have approval to stay. So you will risk being evicted on behalf of someone else living with you who was not approved. In God's lease, these visitors are called spirits. Okay. And I'm going to name a couple of them. So I'm going to go to Romans chapter one, verse 28. And it reads, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God left them. Okay. Verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, spirit, fornication, wickedness, spirit, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, all spirits. Verse 30, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, all still spirits, all visitors, Without understanding covenant breakers, without natural affection, implicable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. God does not like visitors who want to live off of others for free. And I'm quite sure you don't either. And all those visitors cannot dwell in the same place as him. When God said in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five, that he would never leave nor forsake you. He was saying, be content because he is your helper, not do what you want to do. God's spirit cannot live in an unclean temple with all of the rest of those spirits. Okay. So God lets us know of the late charges, who the agreement is between what utilities are included and what our responsibilities are. He makes sure we understand what the penalties are for the breach of that contract. And as we all have done, we sign our signature on the final page to say that we agree to all terms listed. And once that contract is signed, you get a copy and he keeps the original. The same way we have to come into an agreement to have jobs, houses, cars, and even bank accounts now, which are all necessities for our everyday lives here on earth. 
Let's read and sign the agreement with our Father in heaven. Let not this be the one contract that we neglect to read because we don't think we can stick to the terms and conditions or simply because it's too long. He is there to help all of us. This is the one contract where the owner only wants us to keep his temple clean, thank him, trust him, believe him, and live holy. Having the attitude of Christ every day is how God wants us to live. I am going to now read uh, Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, and end there. But before I do that, let me say this. We are on a lease here in this earth, and there will come a time when this lease will end. And there have been tenants before us, and there will be tenants after us. However... Let's make sure that when we leave, we leave this place knowing that eternity, wherever we may choose for that place to be, is never ending. Understanding the terms only comes by reading them. Now I'm going to read Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. And it reads, this is talking about having the attitude of Christ. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit. Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of e equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. Now, I hope this message has inspired someone to give their life to Christ, allowing him to come in and renovate that old place into something new and improved. Call on the name of Jesus and repent of every evil deed, every evil word you have spoken and every evil thought that you have had that came against his word and his will for your life. Ask him to create in you a clean heart and renewing you the right spirit so that you may live under his authority. Once again, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Remember that Christmas is about Christ. I know that the world has perverted it, but however, know where you come from and know where you're going. God bless you all. Have a Merry Christmas and remember Jesus body that shed its blood for you and me. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to True Dominion Ministries and visit our website and we will see you next week.